You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. So Bislin said, uh, so you did not sleep with the women you killed? And Smith said, not those two. Today in the Morning Edition, prosecutors wrap up their case against accused killer Brian Smith, showing video they say he took appearing naked, leaning over a woman's body. Our investigative team has a wrap-up from the courtroom. Plus, it's day three in Juneau as lawmakers continue the contentious debate of how school in Alaska will be funded in the future. And some whipping winds, some as high as 50 miles per hour here in the Anchorage Bowl overnight. You probably heard what kind of sounded like hurricane force winds, but they are starting to die down right now. We'll get to weather as the morning edition starts now. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for waking up and joining us. You might already have just been kept awake all night. I yeah. know I was because that wind was just going. You, it really did sound oh. like that, and I barely got any sleep last night so yeah but the how good long news. is that gonna last Aaron? <laughs> well as, as Ariane already mentioned those winds are beginning to subside across south central that high wind warning uh, for the anchorage bowl has uh, di uh, has uh, died down as well and we're beginning to see a transition to some snow this is heavy snow uh, that has been falling outside the station this morning uh, looking likely that we're seeing anywhere from an inch to an inch and a half falling per hour and that's where we're going to see some of that accumulation uh, taking place as we start off your morning now in terms of those winds uh, that we've seen across South Central since midnight. Uh, you can see out towards East Anchorage, winds have been gusting uh, 46 miles per hour in Muldoon, down to uh, Huffman, up to 52 miles per hour. Uh, out towards Arctic Valley, Rendezvous Peak, we've seen those winds up to 100 miles per hour. And then as you head out towards parts of the hillside, as well as uh, Turnigan Arm, we've seen those winds gusting as high as about 60 uh, to 80 miles per hour. The good news is, notice these wind gusts so far this morning, they have significantly died down, down to 26 miles per hour in Anchorage, uh, 38 miles per hour in Homer, and 39 in Cordova. As these winds die down, we're seeing our temperatures drop with it. In fact, we woke up this morning with temperatures sitting in the lower 40s. Now we're seeing those temperatures sitting in the low to mid 30s. So we're effectively cutting off that moisture flow as well as that uh, source of warmth as we head into the uh, morning hours. And that's where we're seeing that transition uh, to some snowfall. And this is a live look overlooking Eagle River Valley, that heavy snowfall that is falling. And you can see 33 degrees is where we're currently sitting at. So temperatures are expected to continue to hold uh, right around the low to mid 30s for a large portion of the day. Uh, notice that uh, sharp uh, transition that we did see this morning from rain to snowfall uh, across parts of South Central. Now here in Anchorage, uh, we're only going to hold on to this heavy snowfall for about uh, one to two hours before we do see that activity lighten up. You can see into the valley, some snow is occurring. And then out over uh, the Chugach Range through Thompson Pass, as well as through uh, Prince William Sound, we have snow and some areas of wintry mix. So this is going to stay with us through a good portion of the day. That snow total forecast uh, as we head on through the rest of our uh, Thursday into Friday. Again, we're going to see some of that heavier activity uh, through parts of the valley, out over the Copper River Basin, and the Chugach Range, while Anchorage down through western parts of the Kenai. We could see about one to three inches of snowfall. I'll have more details on that for you coming up. 
been developing overnight and into this morning. High winds, they have led to some power outages all across the area, starting with Chugach Electric. Now, the current outage map, it shows more than 8,300 are without power. Most of those customers are in the Debar, Klatt, and Campbell Airstrip area. And for the Matanuska Electric Association, things are slightly better with less than 2,000 still in the dark. The main areas affected are Nancy Lake, Willow, and Caswell Lakes. Put together, that's more than 10,000 Alaskans waking up with no electricity in this blustery weather. And in this morning's top story, student funding is still up for debate in Juneau after rejecting the comprehensive education bill for a second time. Lawmakers today will try to decide what happens next. The major funding question comes as districts across the state, including here in Anchorage, are facing what they've called a dire cuts. The bill that failed was originally a Senate bill for school internet funding. That original bill is what lawmakers are considering since the House has failed to add 16 amendments, most focusing on increasing student funding. The ones Dealing with increasing the base student allocation have been proposals with numbers anywhere from $680 to almost $1,900 per student. While majority members have not talked on the floor through their votes, they're also not showing any interest in moving to a BSA increase beyond $300, which leaves a house divided. By taking this action, by voting for this amendment, today we are finally demonstrating to Alaskans that we're listening to them that we do hear them. I guess my question is, if we were to increase this amount, would we expect an increase in our performance? It is incredibly frustrating to hear all this talk about accountability, when clearly we are not being accountable to ourselves. We are not holding ourselves accountable and asking what we should be doing as a state to support our communities. And remember, Governor Dunleavy has said outright he will not support a simple BSA bill. House Rules Chair Craig Johnson, who helped write the majority's education package, said he was not disappointed, just calling this part of the process. Well, as we continue our capital coverage, lawmakers are also considering a constitutional amendment that would change the way the PFD is handled. With the spotlight on that potentially sweeping education bill, the PFD resolution is awaiting being heard on the House floor. If passed, future dividends would need to be paid out according to statute formula. The resolution was moved out of committee last month and would need two-thirds approval from both the House and Senate before it goes before voters. This is the most important speech I give all year. Senator Dan Sullivan also in Juneau delivering his annual address to a joint session of the Alaska legislature, highlighting what he believes are some of the major challenges and opportunities in our state. Sullivan spoke extensively about the difficulties many Alaskans face, including the fishing community, especially the trawler issue in the southeast, as well as what he says is a need for more research into fisheries and ocean health. He also praised Alaskans for uniting in fighting against what he called an organized army and getting the Willow Project back up and running. And it wasn't just all of us in elected office. It was so many Alaskans, Alaska Native Organization, the building trades, contractors, businesses. We showed what a united Alaska can do. 
Sullivan also noted the projections he's seen show the Willow Project bringing a potential peak production of 200,000 barrels of oil a day and that ConocoPhillips has hired thousands of workers for the project. All of this while remaining optimistic about the future, pointing in particular to the establishment of the Marine Debris Foundation, a private sector initiative that focuses on cleaning up the oceans and will be headquartered in Alaska and could grow to be a 200-person organization that would lead the world on this topic. Brian Smith, who is on trial for murder, is accused of killing two Alaska Native women. Smith's legal team said the accused declined to testify on his own behalf. Still, it was a day filled with intense emotions as the jury heard text messages and saw a video of Smith. Investigative reporter Rebecca Polsha was in court for the final day of testimony. Uh, this is from Smith's phone. I have something to show you, period. Something I can't keep for too long. The lead detective in the Brian Smith murder case read text messages prosecutors say are from the accused killer. Need to find a secluded spot to meet. The man he texts with pleaded his Fifth Amendment rights and did not have to testify. But messages prosecutors say are between them was presented to the jury. And he responds, I was not up, comma, sounds like you were having a lot of fun. I did have fun, wanted to share. Those moments playing out as the case's judge told the jury to disregard a conversation the prosecution said Smith had with his wife from prison about the deaths of Kathleen Henry and Veronica Abouchuk. So Bislin said, uh, so you did not sleep with the women you killed? And Smith said, not those two. That comment upset the family and friends of the two murdered Alaska Native women who have been in the gallery every day. Wednesday, the prosecution also showed the jury video of Smith and another person at McDonald's buying two Big Macs right after the prosecution said Smith killed Henry and dumped her body along the Seward Highway. Um, you'll see Mr. Smith's uh, face, head, upper body, shoulders. Prosecutors also presented video they say Smith took showing himself naked, leaning over a woman's body while she lays on a red couch. The jury was told it was about Chuck. Uh, I identified the female on the couch as Veronica. Both the prosecution and defense finished presenting evidence and are expected to present closing arguments Thursday morning. Rebecca Palsha, Alaska's News Source. The judge told the jury he does expect them to begin deliberating today. You can watch the proceedings live starting at 8.30 this morning on our website, our news app, and also our free streaming channels. Well, the Small Business Administration is visiting Alaska this week. They're here to meet with Alaska Native Corporation leaders and SBA lenders. Today, the plan to go to Whittier to meet with businesses that have used SBA services. Wednesday morning, officials were at Tasty Freeze in the Sand Lake area to celebrate the first new small business lending company in 40 years. That company is McKinley Alaska Growth Capital, and Tasty Freeze is one of its customers. An SBLC, or Small Business Lending Company, is an, an opportunity for SBA to partner with lenders all across the country so that they can do loans not just in their state, but nationally. So McKinley Alaska Growth Capital has been doing work in partnership with SBA here in Alaska for many years, and we're excited that with this new license, they're going to be able to lend across the country. After meeting at Tasty Freeze yesterday, they also met with McKinley Alaska Growth Capital. They were in Juneau earlier this week. Coming up, a junior play with an anti-bullying message. I'm Dave Allgood. Coming up, we're going to meet Daniel and Jenna. And they're in Mean Girls Junior coming up later this month. You are like a clone of Regina. Mm -hmm. My goodness. 
Regina George is not cool. She is a stink mouth glitter monster. <laughs> They're really nice, I promise. That's coming up on today's All Good News. <laughs> Hell, a classic Mean Girls remake takes the movie theme and turns it into a message everyone should hear about good And We're still holding on to some snowfall across South Central, heavy at times with winds dying down. I'll have more details on that. But first, sunrise 821, sunset 605, nine hours and 43 minutes of daylight. We're back, everyone. 14 minutes past the hour. This is from early this morning. Those flags going. Of course, that wind overnight. Ooh, it was yeah. going. <laughs> no, it kept us up overnight. I'm sure it kept many of you up overnight as well. Aaron, how much longer is that going to last? Well, the good news is the strongest winds have begun to subside across South Central, and we're seeing that transition to snow. A notice, winds through Awasilla have gusted as high as about 45 miles per hour. In Anchorage, uh, we've seen those winds over 50 miles per hour. In fact, we've seen some isolated wind gusts uh, through the city as high as about 80 to 90 miles per hour in some of those higher elevations uh, out towards uh, Arctic Valley, Rendezvous Peak. We've seen winds gusting as high as 100 miles per hour. Out towards the Aleutians, also seeing some of those gusty conditions. Uh, winds upwards of 55 miles per hour out at Adak. And then as you head towards the Northwest Arctic Borough, uh, we're seeing those winds gusting anywhere from 35 uh, to 40 miles per hour. Here is that wind gust forecast for Anchorage. Notice a uh, greatly subsiding uh, many of those winds. We'll see those uh, afternoon conditions uh, with winds anywhere from about 20 to 35 miles per hour. So the strongest winds have come to an end. And as we've effectively cut off a lot of that southeasterly flow, uh, we're beginning to see temperatures drop. And with that uh, dropping in temperatures, we're seeing that transition to some heavy snow uh, across south central. But again, through at least the afternoon uh, hours, we could still hold on to some gusty conditions, just not as strong as what we've been dealing with across south central. Uh, that high wind warning along the Anchorage hillside has expired. And as we head into the evening hours, notice uh, practically uh, little in the way of winds can be expected overnight into our Friday. But again, as we see those winds die down, temperatures are dropping with it. We're sitting uh, right around that freezing mark this morning with some heavy snowfall. Now with that band of heavy snow, uh, we can expect to see anywhere from about an inch to an inch and a half accumulation per hour uh, within that heavier uh, activity that we're seeing. And then through the afternoon and early evening, uh, may see a few peaks of sunshine returning to the region as things begin to quiet down uh, across South Central. So here it is through the remainder of the day. We're seeing that transition to snow uh, underway across South Central. And again, that heavy activity uh, is going to stay with us for the next hour or two. And then into the afternoon, really just dealing with some scattered activity through the valley out towards the Copper River Basin, uh, the Kenai, the Anchorage Bowl. We will be sitting on the drier side later today. And then as we welcome in our Friday, we're also going to be seeing uh, largely dry conditions uh, with just some passing snow showers here or there to be expected as we close the door on this week and welcome in the weekend. So for today, we're going to see those windy conditions still with us for parts of South Central. Temperatures in the upper 30s uh, to near 40 degrees to start off the morning, but many locations into the afternoon hours uh, will see those temperatures drop back off into uh, the mid-30s. 36 in Whittier, 35 in Valdez, as well as Golcana. Notice those winds uh, beginning to shift around out of the west, southwest, gusting as high as 35 miles per hour. Uh, some heavy snowfall can be expected north and east of Palmer, uh, as well as areas uh, just west of the Talkeetna cutoff is where we're going to see some of that heavier activity through the valley. Uh, temperatures today warming right around the mid-30s. Now, Anchorage did see a high of 42 degrees uh, this morning, but we're going to spend a large portion of the day 
uh, with those temperatures sitting in the mid-30s. You can see temperatures continue to drop off. We're near freezing tomorrow. And then we're back below freezing into the weekend and next week. Still watching for additional rounds of some snowfall. Take it easy on the roads this morning. Still dealing with the winds. And of course, if you're driving uh, parallel to or perpendicular to some of those winds, could prove difficult at times with that snowfall. Yeah, some good advice. Thanks, Aaron. Well, in the Mean Girls universe, the plastics, led by Regina George, were the most popular girls in school. But what happens when a new girl tries to join the clique? The answer, a lot of drama. Dave explains in this morning's All Good News from a local junior theater production. Um, my name is Amelia James, and we are uh, at a thrift store, and we're talking about Mean Girls. Mean Girls, you know, the ones that wear pink on Wednesdays. You are a clone of Regina. She just pretended to be dumb to get a boy to keep talking to her. And it worked. I blame you, society. Just a couple of the amazing cast members of the musical Mean Girls Jr. that I met by accident while doing a little shopping the other day. So we are here today at Fashion Pact, um, kind of spreading some awareness about um, the anti-bullying message that goes along with our show, Mean Girls Jr. All these talented members of the Alaska Theater of Youth are saying it's not okay to be a bully. Bullying isn't you know, accurate. You should not bully anyone. I agree. And they were also awash in Mean Girls Junior Pink and selling tickets to their big upcoming show. With Alaska Theater of Youth, you can expect uh, to be a fully youth-led production, so we don't have any adults in our shows. We only cast youth actors between the ages of 7 to 18. I see Just a morsel of the Mean Girls Jr. from rehearsals, the Alaska Theater of Youth started back in 1984 to give talented kids a place to go. And it was a way to really meet them where they were at, get them involved in a program that they could, again, feel themselves, feel free to be themselves and to empower them. Empowered. And the energy in here was anything but mean girls or boys. It was festive. Why does Amelia like ATY? You just make so many friends and you get to meet so many great directors and uh, choreographers. And overall, it's a great place to be. And she's not acting, but these young actors want you to come see them in action. Um, so I'm just very excited for Anchorage to see this show. I mean, the message is amazing. The kids, holy moly, they have put in so much work. I don't care. These are talented theater kids in our community finding a place to call home. You know, these kids have worked so hard and so many of them have really risen to the occasion. Um, so I'm just very excited for Anchorage to see this show. I'm so what are you waiting for? It'd be nice of you to go see Mean Girls Jr. I'm Dave Allgood and that's the All Good News. So Mean Girls Jr., it starts tomorrow, February 23rd, and it runs through Sunday, March 3rd. This is going to be at the Main Stage Theater on the University of Alaska Anchorage campus. Tickets are $18 for adults and $15 for students. You can find a link to that on our website at alaskasnewsource.com. There's a lot of talent there. Yeah, I was like, I need to go take my daughter to go see yeah, that. she would love she that. Would love that. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcasts from Alaska's News Source automatically and stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska's News Source app.